Good morning, and praise the Lord, dearly beloved, and to the church in the house. God's word for today. We're reading from Second Peter in the first chapter, beginning in verse 1. Simon Peter, servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have attained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According as his divine power hath given us unto all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lusts. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue, knowledge, and to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fail. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though you know them, and be established in the present truth. Yea, I think it meet as long as I'm in this tabernacle to stir you up by putting you in remembrance, knowing that shortly I must put off this my tabernacle, even as our Lord Jesus Christ hath showed me. Moreover, I will endeavor that ye may be able to after my decease, to have these things always in remembrance. For we have not followed cunningly devised fables, for we made known unto you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory, when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Apostle Peter here is instructing the church to always keep in remembrance that they became a part of the church by the love of God through his son, Jesus Christ. He reminded them of the character of the chosen of God, that they must demonstrate the personality and traits and the love of God towards each other and all people. Keeping in mind the gospel of Jesus Christ will be their assurance that they will not be forgotten when Jesus comes to get the righteous. I hope I shall possess firmness and virtue enough to maintain what I consider the most enviable of all titles, the character of an honest man, George Washington. Love God, love others, and love yourself again today.
Let us pray. All wise and eternal God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, again this morning we give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory for your goodness and for your mercy. We thank you, Holy Father, for the opportunity to experience the dawn of this new day with the saints of our mind, the activity of our limbs, and we're asking you again, God, today, if you'd be so kind to continue to lead God and direct us, that we'd be who you would have us to be. Please forgive us, Lord God, anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word and deed or in thought, that you would take pleasure in leading us and guiding us, even enveloping us in your favor, that as we embark upon this day to perform the tasks you set before us, we're realizing that the enemy is on the prowl, seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. But we also know that your word teaches us, God, that with you on our side, you're more than the whole world against us. And since you are for us, then who can be against us? So as we move forward today, we're reminded also that we have a new load of benefits that equip us with whatever befalls us today, how to get through it, how to get past it, how to move forward, how to give you glory, how to give you joy, because we know that your word teaches us the joy. Your joy gives us strength. The more joy we give you, the more strength you give us. You help us to know, Lord God, that we, you chose us, not that we chose you, and we thank you for that this morning. We realize, God, that it's you that have made us and not we ourselves, and we thank you. God, hallelujah, because you're God and you're God alone. And we know that no man come to you except you draw him. And we know, God, this morning because your word teaches us so. So we ask you again this morning, God, by faith in Jesus' name, to look on every pastor, everywhere that's preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, and have the courage, God, to preach it without fear, favoritism, or compromise, but to preach it with purpose, pride, dignity, and diligence, because, God, we realize where you brought us from. We realize, God, that we would go into what we call going to church. We'll go into the building, but we come to realize by your mercy and your grace that we, were, that we never really got to church because we're not a part of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ without the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But we are converted individuals that believe, God, that what we've heard is true or to some extent, but Never, men have never followed on to follow through, God, to seek you for sincerity. God, that you would baptize them with the Holy Ghost because the Lord Jesus Christ left it on record when he told Nicodemus, a man must be born again of the water and of the Spirit. And so it happened on the day of Pentecost. And we know, God, that when the promise that Jesus had made to his disciples came to fulfillment, they declared, and the Bible teaches us that the promise came in as the sound of a rushing mighty wind, and it sat upon them cloven tongues like as a fire. And they began to speak in other tongues as you gave them the utterance, God, of the ability to do so. And then Peter and those went out, and uh, Peter said to the people, Repent, every one of you, and be baptized in water in Jesus' name, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. God, so the, the, that prophetic utterance of Jesus came to fruition when the church was born. So in order to be a part of the church, we have to have the prerequisites to be a part of the church. So we know that we must be sons of God. And we know that the Bible teaches us the Father talked to the Son and the Son to the Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, help us with clarity, Lord. Help us with understanding. Help us to be able to teach people and help other people to understand. God, that it's your promise. It's your plan. God, it's your word. 
and we are to teach it and to preach it because you told us by your word. Don't add to nor subtract from what you said, but to teach it and to preach it. God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, and we can live and multiply, and we shall be successful in whatever we uh, go forward to do as long as we do it in the name of Jesus the Christ, acknowledging you as God. God, but the enemy slipped in, has manipulated people's minds and making them think, hallelujah, that just like he is, that you can come up with your own vain imaginations and and God, because you love and you're, you're long-suffering, God, you're waiting for people to turn to come to you. You allow some people to be blessed. You allow some people to uh, accomplish their, their dreams. You allow some people, God, to uh, reach their goals. But many of them, God, is only physical, is only natural, is only temporal, is only carnal that they are they're seeking after, they're accomplishing. But to be born again means we got to step away from the carnality and walk not in the flesh, but in the spirit. So we help, we thank you today, God, for the help that you provided us by giving us your word. Then you turned around, God, and let your son teach us how that we are to walk with your spirit in us, how we can resist the devil, how we can speak your word. And when you were satisfied, Lord God, with him, with what he had done, God, you let him come back home to be with you. And you let us know in your word that as you quickened him to bring him back home, God, we shall also be quickened in our mortal bodies, that when the day shall come, we too will be able to come home to be with you because we become your sons. And there's no gender specificity in that, Lord, because your word said we must become sons. So we thank you for it. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory in the name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord. We ask you, God, to look on all the pastors, God. And again, I'm asking you, God, help us to preach, God, without fear, without favoritism, without compromise. Don't let us get bought off. Don't let people that you've blessed to have things buy us out and, and cause us to seek after what they do. God, that's against the truth. God, against your word, just to have things in this life. But God, because you let us know that there's life after this. God, because this is like a vapor. This is just momentary. God, hallelujah. But after this, God, we shall be in eternity with you. But if we fail to follow your teaching, your word, God, we will not be able to come home to be with you. God, and this is our hope. This is what we long for. This is what we're preaching. God, so help every pastor and every preacher everywhere, but particularly the pastors because you let the prophet speak it so that you would give your people pastors after your own heart that would feed the people with knowledge and understanding of that knowledge, God. And this is what we need to be who you would have us to be. So we know today that the things that you that you require of us to be your sons, God, hallelujah, in the earth in the last day, God, male and female sons, God, hallelujah, that we know, Lord, that you are equipping us, God, to be able to withstand the enemy because of the baptism of the Holy Ghost and the indwelling of the Christ of God. We thank you for it. We bless your name. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. God, because when the preacher preach it right, when he preach it with purpose, pride, dignity, and diligence, when he, God, help people to understand and not afraid to preach the truth, to people just because of their affluence. He's not afraid to preach the truth, God, because there might be people in his presence that have 
more secular academia than he or she, God, but we're not afraid because we know you commissioned us and we're going to preach and teach what your word teach us, God, and we're going to teach it to others and those that will hear. God, you're going to change their minds. You're going to change their thinking and they're going to begin to ponder what we teach and preach because they're going to see God, hallelujah, they're going to hear our testimonies that we too were just like they were. We thought we knew and we thought we had it together as well, but when you allowed somebody into our life, that you had baptized within dwelling of your spirit. God, you opened our ears and you let our heart receive what we heard. And then we demonstrated the faith that you believed us, God, that you baptized us too with the Holy Ghost. And this is our job. This is our mission. God, and we do it right. Even when you allow sickness or disease or affliction to befall us, we're not going to waver in our faith, God, but we're going to hold fast, God, hallelujah, that even if you allow us to go on to sleep because of the affliction of the disease and the sickness, we know, God, that the day that the Lord Jesus shall come, we're going to wake from the grave and be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. But if you're not ready for us to do that now, you're going to get us out of those sick beds and back on our feet, even if it takes a miracle, God, to prove to the world that you're God. In the name of Jesus the Christ, I pray this morning. I'm asking you, God, for those that have lost their way because they give too much attention to people that have acquired affluence. God, they've acquired wealth, God, in their life. God, and the, 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 we know that we can have wealth as well. But God, well, we don't want the wealth to supersede, God, our walk with you because the scripture teaches us that a man will too easily put his trust and his faith and his confidence in his riches and his wealth. And that is not the order that you have for the church of God the church, hallelujah, of Jesus Christ. But we, God, hallelujah, when we seek you in sincerity and in truth, the wealth can come, but it's only commensurate with our subordinate to our walk in you, God, that we can continue to help people to see that you can, you will, and you are going to, to bring people out of poverty into affluence, but their spirituality is going to continue to override and supersede that the flesh, God, the, and the lust for the in the flesh, God, to please you that you're going to continue to move by your spirit so that when people lose their way for leading, following their own vain imaginations, God, and they make mistakes, they find themselves in a dark place, they find themselves outside again. But when they repent and ask you for forgiveness in sincerity and in truth, when you hear their cry, hallelujah, you're going to refresh them. You're going to reinstate them, God, and get them back on the right path in life that they'll go and continue and return to teaching and preaching the truth of the gospel. God, and hopefully and prayerfully, those people that they allowed themselves to be lured away with will turn and they will begin to seek you, Lord, in sincerity and in truth, and you will save them, too, from this underworld generation. God, for those that have lost their self-sufficiency and financial independence, we're crying out again today as we do every day and we'll continue to do it every day. God, hallelujah, because we want to be self-sufficient because you fixed it that way for us. God, we want to be able to take charge and take God responsibility for our families. God, hallelujah, particularly where there are children, God, and the younger children, God, in these homes. Bless these parents, God, with refreshing from your presence. God, reinstate them, God. Get them their jobs back, Lord God, if you will, God, and help them to see. God, even if they didn't have the Holy Ghost, but they're crying out to you in sincerity, 
because they had a conversation with somebody that told them that you're really in control of it all. And when you see the sincerity, when you hear the sincerity, reinstate their financial independence and self-sufficiency, Lord, in the name of Jesus the Christ, because we know today, God, hallelujah, that you have loosed your indignation in the land, your wrath and your fury, because God, as it has been in the past, when we read your scripture, God, you let the people go forward. You don't try to micromanage them, but you gave them your law. You told them to live by your rules, by your judgment, your statutes. And wherever they went, they would live and multiply, God, and be happy. But they went on and allowed the enemy to trick them and they moved away from walking in the, your righteousness, God. Hallelujah. And they began to seek after idolatry. They began to seek after the people that they allowed to lure them into worshiping the gods that, that they made with their own hands and then began to worship their own creation. But if they leave it alone, it has no breath and no life. God, and, and when they wouldn't come back to you and didn't come back to you, you allowed pestilence, you allowed famine, you allowed them to be overtaken, you allowed captivity to overcome them. God, and you are that same God today because you said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, so saith your word. And we know today right here in 2023, God, the people are so turned away from you. They are so, God, so manipulated by Satan. God, that when we, those of us that you baptize with your spirit, when we share with them, God, that just because they are affluent and they have the stuff, but they don't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And they, they, they reject us because we teach them, God, what you teach us and what you, your word, provide for all of us. And we will accept that a man must be born again. They don't have the regeneration by their own admission. God, they don't speak in tongues. God, like you said, the church would. God, by their own admission, they've not been baptized in water by their own admission because they feel and they preach, God, hallelujah, in many places. That if you just believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and he died for your sins, you're saved. God, but we know, God, that the, the day that the church was born, if we're going to make it home to be with you, we got to be a part of that church. We got to live by those rules. We got to live by those principles, God, that you established for us. And if we don't do that, we're not going to make it. So we pray, and I'm praying again this morning. God, strengthen the hearts, God, of those that have lost loved ones, that they'll, God, be able to be comforted by your spirit. Console them and strengthen them, Lord, like only you can. God, turn every home into God's presence home through prayer. God, and through seeking you and the reading your word together. And as they turn to with sincerity, as they, God, become determined about reading and preaching or, or praying together, God, you're going to move into that home and drive out those spirits that caused God between the parents that the fussing and the cussing and the want to physically hit each other and, and in front of the children and they're arguing and they're debating and they're drinking and the smoking and the drugging and God, the children are seeing this and that's what they learn to do. And when people try to help them to know that that's wrong, they refute them, God, because that's what they see the parents doing. But God, we know this morning and we're praying that if you step into that home, God, we are asking you, please, when you hear some, that cry, however faint it is, move by your spirit, Lord. Move into that home and drive out those demonic forces. 
God, that those people can be saved from this untoward generation as well. God, even for those, God, that have manipulated your people and are still manipulating your people, they're taking advantage of people, their employees are not even providing insurance coverages, they're cutting back on hours so they won't have to do it, but they're still making the same money. God, they won't pay the wages that they should pay. God, through the employees, God, and they're just getting richer, and employees, God, are just falling short because of the cost of living is just increasing, and people just, it's hard for them to hold on. But God, we know, God, hallelujah, if you just come sweeping through the town, come sweeping through our lives, God, sweep through. God, as we see you sweeping through, we see you sweeping, we see you breathing, God, on us. God, hallelujah, we're breathing on us with these fires. You're breathing on us, Lord God, hallelujah, you're sweeping through the cities with these floods and the, the mudslides and tearing up businesses and destroying cities and towns and God, the forest that people cause them to have wealth, you're burning it up. God, hallelujah, because God, you are tired of people taking advantage of people just because they can. But God, we thank you this morning, God, and we're asking you to continue to look on those of us that are striving to do what you charged us to do as your sons and daughters, to be separate, to be peculiar, to be different, to be sanctified, to be holy, to be righteous. Pray for them that despitefully use us. Pray for them that seek to take advantage of us. We want to pray for them. God, and we do pray for them. I pray this morning for them. God, that you would, God, move into their life. Cause them to seek you. Cause them to seek you with a sincerity. God, that you will save them too from this underworld generation. God, we thank you, God, because we know that the falling way is taking place. And if people don't seek you in sincerity and in truth, God, they're going to fall away too. So that on the day, God, when the Lord Jesus just stand in the clouds of power and great glory with the trump of God and the voice of the archangel, those that don't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost are, and don't didn't have it when they died will not hear his voice that day. They will not hear the sound of that trumpet because the Bible declares unto us that the dead in Christ will rise first. And then those that are alive and remain on the earth that's in Christ will be caught up together to go meet the Lord in the air and shall forever be with the Lord. God, this is your promise. This is your rule. God, this is my prayer game this morning. And I'm asking you, God, because I believe that everyone everywhere that believe your gospel for what it is, pray in like fashion. God, that you're going to save us that day. God, and we're going to be caught up to be with the Lord and come home to be with you. As you brought Jesus from the earth and back home to be with you, you're going to bring us even out of the earth and, and back home, and we're going to live in glory with you. Hallelujah. As the apostle Paul said, praise our God, hallelujah, that we have another temple. God, hallelujah, it is eternal in the glory in heaven, God. We have a new, a new home, a new house that's not touched by hands. We're going to shake off this house. And God, God, we're going to be caught up with the Lord and go get our new house. God, where there's nothing that's been touched and contaminated with sin. Hallelujah. We thank you. We praise you. We honor you. But until that day shall come, we're asking you again this morning, Holy Father, that you will continue to maintain our cause. And that is that we know that the enemy is still on the prowl. He's still seeking to manipulate God. He's causing things to happen in our lives trying to cause us to change our thinking, our conviction, and our belief. 
but we know that you're going to maintain our cause. We know that the enemy is turning and twisting the gospel even, trying to make it mean what he wants it to mean to manipulate people and turn away from the truth. God, but even though they turn it and twist it, God, we are not going to follow these new doctrines and these new trends and these new fads that's permeating or that's infiltrating Christianity because, God, you let us know through your word that you are our shepherd and that you would lead us and guide us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. God, and what these people want to do, many of these new doctrines is all about God's secular affluence and uh, prominence and all these things, God, but we want to be humble. God, to save be saved to come home to be with you. God, in the name of Jesus Christ, and we know that you're going to help us. We know that you're going to do it for us because the word tells us, God, hallelujah, that according to your riches in glory, you're going to supply us, God, with all the things that we need to be who you would have us to be. So again today, I pray, I believe, I trust your God, and I know that in everyone everywhere, that believe your gospel, God, for what it is, they trust you as well. So we await that day. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, I pray and I do believe it so, because I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and thank you, God. Good morning again to each of you. Remember again today that things are not as bad as they seem, and nothing can happen to you today that God and you can't handle, and you got to keep telling yourself, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous, And I'm saved right now. Believe it in your heart. God's going to perform it in your life. So again today, you go well and be safe. And remember, as you would that men should do unto you, do ye also unto them.